I, I pull at chaos. Um, I pull at the chaos as I'm running, and I direct it in the, at the deer in the form of just heat and 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 fire and anything hot, and and just push it into the deer. Welcome to Bazinar, where great rivers flow and tall mountains rise, where the immortal gods pull the strings and towering civilizations and inexorable armies wage war, where darkness and light. Fairies and furies, war and peace, all struggle to survive. These are the stories of Bazinar, the commanders and heroes, the mages and swordsmen and monsters. Enter a new history. Welcome, Daniel, to episode four. Hello, Peter. I'm glad and to be here. And for all our, for all our listeners, <clears throat> welcome to Pazinar. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. All right. I'm so sorry for saying that ever. Anyway, um, the last we left off, our our good god of Avot slash PD. Okay, hold on. Um, Whoever said he was a good god? I keep saying that because you're the main character. You're right. Our, our chaotic and uncontrollable crazy god, Daniel, I mean Avevat, um, was with a group of three travelers, mercenaries, and merchants, and on his way to a village where he heard about from them this uh, tribe, the Archeon tribe, mm-hmm. who has been doing a lot of battling recently. Yes. And he learned from them that they were indeed using magic to win their battles okay and so now he has a decision to make i am not okay a vavod is not going to actually i am a vavod i'm talking in the wrong tense um i'm not going to stick with these guys um i want to go learn more about magic um and so i'm going to ditch them Uh, i'm going to tell them goodbye uh thanks for the ride, I guess. The companionship and the information. The ride. Yep. They they kind of wave you off. However, they do give you a warning before you leave. It's not their life. They can You can do whatever you want, but beyond the mountains is a war-torn land. The Archeon tribe has been wrecking for over a decade, and it has been war and death and chaos down there for that entire time. Hmm. And they warn you that going down there may be the end of your life. Uh, I thank them for the warning and the just leave. <laughs> just yep. ditch. All right. Yep. So you walk south. Uh, you walk with them for a little bit. You walk ahead of them. You're yep. much faster than them. You find. Um, you leave them behind, but they're walking the same direction at first. But then okay. you pass the river, um, and you make it towards the mountains. Then you realize you're kind of just very hungry. Okay. Yep. Uh, that makes sense. But I haven't not eaten enough. To, not enough to stop you, but you're very uncomfortable. Hmm. I think the last time I ate was um. Two days ago? That makes sense. Dang. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That 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 stew by the campfire. Which that was, was a good stew, was though. very tasty. What was it made of? Mm. What was in this stew? Um, probably venison. You don't know your meat <laughs> very well. That's that's your best guess. Yummy, yummy. It must have tasted good after being hungry. That makes sense. Okay. Oh, yeah. V- venison, some root vegetables. And actually, you probably saw barley in there as well. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I don't even know what barley tastes like in real life, so that's that's interesting. 
There you go. Now you have Avon and experience more than you have. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Anyway. Dude, he has magic, my friend. <laughs> yeah, what are the odds you would have experienced things that you haven't? Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to start walking. Uh, I need to get food, but I also need to get south. So I'm going to start walking south, looking for berries along the way. Um, that's what I know. Uh, I'm going to try to look for them, try to eat them. So berries are usually safe, and you do find some berries that you assume are safe. Yep. And you kind of eat those, and you do realize that you are used to different berries being a god than these. You, you assume maybe just because they're wild mm -hmm. or because it's so cold, but they are very small and very tart. Hmm. Still good. Still some of the best berries you've ever tasted. Just in this strange new place that you are, everything tastes better. Hmm. Still delicious, but very small. They don't fill you up very well. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep walking. Uh, try to get to uh, a clearing of some kind. Um, or even just in the forest. Um and I want to experiment with magic. Uh, chaos, more specifically. Um, right, so you, you go and keep walking, you follow the river down, actually, rather, you follow the river up as it slowly starts to elevate towards the mountains, uh, and you stop at a nice spot with uh, just, you know, six to eight feet on either side, what's that, three meters, um, and just, just some breathing room, not a great clearing, but some breathing room. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try to pull from within myself and and try to reach into that hole um, uh, where chaos is and try to pull and, and fill myself up with that chaos and then direct it into my eyes to try and see more than I can with my normal eyes. So you reach into that that hole, that echo that you have, and you pull at it, and you just kind of, like, yank this bit in, and it's just, like, <laughs> the adrenaline shot that just surges through your body, the pure energy, just for a split second, and you, you control it, and you direct it, you try to, and you put it into your eyes, and it just funnels into your eyes, and your eyes hurt a lot, but you can see things you could not see before. Specifically, you can see the nine attributes of law funneled into every everything around you. And and what are these? I mean, I, I, as a god, I know these nine attributes, but um, what are they? Well, well, I'm glad you asked. For they are <clears throat> nature, death, truth, time, thought, good, evil, the cosmos, and life. Okay. are the nine attributes of law. And you notice that each single attribute, this is something you've known for a while, but each single attribute is in every single thing. So in the trees that are full of life, there is also just a smidgen of death. And in the branches that are full of death, there is also just a smidgen of life. The branches specifically that have fallen from the mm, trees yeah. have been laying on the ground for a while. Okay. Um... I look at the sky. What, what, what do I see in the sky? You look up to the sky, and the largest thing in the sky you can see is cosmos. Mm. That is the largest attribute. Um, your eyes also can see very clearly. You can see the clouds. Uh, you can see the sun. You can see what it is, just a ball of heat and light in the sky. 
you can see past the sun with these unique eyes. You can see the stars beyond them. Mm. And those stars do bring back very good memories as you see them even in the daytime. Mm. But mostly you can see the cosmos. Okay. Capital C. Now, I look again at the tree. Um, at the trees around me. Um, is there... What, what, what do I see? Uh, I assume nature, but what else is there? You see a lot of nature and a lot of life. Those two fill up the tree almost exclusively. But every every other attribute is also in these trees, including death and including thought as well. Okay. Uh, that's cool. Um, I, I want to... I don't know. Uh, chaos kind of fills me up. How much is left in me? Is that, I don't know if that makes sense. All of it's in your eyes. You can take some from your eyes, but it seems to be funneling slowly through your eyes into your vision. Mm. So it's about half of what you are. Already half of it is gone okay. in these, these few seconds. I, I try to reach out. I don't know if it's through my eyes or, or more through my, my I don't know, head, but I, I kind of try to pull at that or push the chaos into the tree and try to pull at that thought uh, and see what it is. So you, you take the chaos and you, you kind of use the chaos to reach out and kind of just tug that strand. Mm. And you pluck it, and as is, it's as if you could pluck a harp and a sound comes out. And the sound that comes out is just the, the thought of the tree. Sun, sun, sun. And it echoes to you, and then the chaos is gone, and you can't see anymore. You can still see, you can't see the edge. <laughs> so I was just thinking about photosynthesis right there. <laughs> I need sun. <laughs> I need sun. That's Trees awesome. are very simple things. That's a fact. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> trees, trees think. That's, that's kind of cool. call that thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. However, I'm still hungry, and trees don't give me food. So, um, I'm going to try again. Um, try to reach into that chaos and fill, fill myself up. And then look for life. Uh, and I know there is life in the trees, but I, I want to look for movement. Um, uh, trails, any, anything that looks like it's alive. You reach into your eyes, and you find those attributes again. You look all about you. Mm. And you see all the different attributes, and you look for life, and you're blinded by how much life there is in this forest. You try to look for movement, but with all the trees and grass, you mm. can't seem to sense any movement. Okay, I know what I'm doing wrong. Um, instead of looking for life, I'm going to start looking for thought. And I want to look for things that are made of more thought than these trees, um, that have more complicated or uh, just more thought than these trees. So you, you focus on what you're looking for and you kind of try to dial down life and it's it's still very, it's, you can't fully control this, you know, searching for one thing, but you are able to kind of look for that, that, that strand of thought that looks different than the rest of the strands. And you look around and you see about a half a mile away something with a lot more thought than everything else. And it's still not a lot, it's still... It's small, just a smidgen, but it is nearly infinitely larger than the trees. Okay. And you can see it's kind of wandering about a half a mile away. Okay. I walk towards there, um, trying to... I don't know how, how long this uh, vision, I guess, lasts, but uh, as long as it, as it does, I just keep walking in that direction, um, 
So it, it lasts about 15 seconds at most. Uh, okay. Before it, before it goes away. You're, you realize you're getting tired. You're not too tired yet, but it's as if you're really, really out of shape and you've just done a couple push-ups and your muscles are just like, why? <laughs> you, you just, you don't have the, the, the chaos stamina to keep pulling it from. I like that, chaos stamina. That makes sense, actually. Um, okay. I walk towards that location. Um, just, so, yeah. you... you yeah, you, you keep going, um, and you eventually you get to approximately where you think it is, and you can you can see it with your own regular eyes. Mm. It's a bit further away. It's hiding behind a bush, but you can see the antlers of a stag stick up. This one is far less glamorous than the one before. It's about six prongs. Very young, but... Okay. That's still not bad. Um, it looks very tasty. Um... I want to eat it. Um, I have the stick with me. Um, and uh, it's not sharp, though. Um, it is not sharpened. So, I'm going to... Well, I don't want to use chaos, because that's like... That doesn't feel right to use chaos to sharpen a stick. Um, so, I'm going to... Uh, take like a rock from the ground and like move a little bit further away from the deer so I don't like cause that much noise and try to sharpen the stick. So you, you walk a bit further away and the deer sees you but you're walking away so it doesn't seem to be worried just yet. Mm-hmm. And it lets you go and it keeps eating and you kind of sh- sharpen the stick really quickly and the deer wanders away but you're able to keep track of it. Mm-hmm. And, you, and after about 45 minutes of tracking and sharpening you, you finally have a... a about a four foot long spear-ish stick-ish thing <laughs> that is sharp on one end. This is the same stick I pulled out of the mountain, yes? Yes, it is your <laughs> stick of chaos, we can call it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take this sharpened stick of chaos mm-hmm. and try to sneak <laughs> up on the deer and try to hurl it as hard as I can at the deer. So, based Pointy on your time first. as a god, you have a good amount of experience moving quietly, and you were able to get very close to this deer. So you move quickly and quietly through the underbrush, and it does not sense you. You're able to see where the wind is coming from, anger yourself to make sure you're coming from, I believe, you want to be. Uh, towards the wind. wind is blowing, yes. Yeah, where the wind is blowing from the deer towards you. Yes. So downwind of the deer. Yes. You want to be downwind of the deer. Um, so you angle yourself downward of the deer, very quickly, very quietly, and soon you can manage to be within about 10, 12 feet of the deer. And you don't want to get any closer because there's a yeah. bush in front of you between them. And so you sit right there, you wind your spear back in your hand, and you throw. And it doesn't go where you want it to go. You're aiming for its head, but you do manage to get it right in the chest. And you can tell, based on what you know of anatomy of deer, which is much from having changed so many of them back in your day, um, (laughs) it misses the heart. Um, But it is a serious wound, and the deer rears up and bolts off, uh, limping, but going so quite quickly through the woods. Ah, this is is frustrating, because I'm useless. Like, everything that I've put my hand to... Um, I cannot do as well as I could before. Uh, uh, all of my 
attempts at using chaos or just doing anything just have not worked. Um, and I'm angry uh, at the deer for missing the stick. <laughs> um, and I just want this thing dead. Um, so I, 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 as it's running away, I, I chase after it, and I, I, I take this anger and I, I pull at chaos. Um, I pull at the chaos as I'm running, and I direct it in the, at the deer in the form of just heat and 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 fire and anything hot and and just just push it into the deer. So you take this case and you pull it out and the energy again fills you and you direct all this just pure untapped energy at the deer and you imagine in your mind heat. And you'd think, you know, fire come out of your hands, something mm -hmm. like that. It doesn't happen that way. Instead, the deer just seems to to crisp, just become like charcoal. In a matter of seconds, it goes from this brown color to this blackened almost ash and it just collapses and you see the hooves just disintegrate as they hit the ground and it just falls over and its antlers knock against a tree and just break into dust um I, I stopped running that's a lot of charcoal um I walk up to the deer, and I, I try to look at it. Uh, it. You see it, and it's it's not pretty. Um, the fur seems to almost disintegrate into dust, even though it's still holding together, probably out of sheer habit. Um, but it can be easily wiped away. Um, the flesh is burnt, um, and the antlers are gone, the eyes are gone, uh, the hooves are also disintegrated. Um, and as at this point you realized that this chaos you're pulling from is not like your chaos you had as before. This chaos will do what you say, but it also does not like to be controlled. Hmm. That's this has been incredibly destructive. Um I, I take off the meat that is still you know, edible. Um there's a little bit of it. You notice that the heat seemed to have started on the inside mm -hmm. um, and moved outwards. So the, the meat at the very edge is it's black and burnt, but it's technically edible. So you take a, a few strips of that. Okay. And I, and I start eating it. Um, but I, I've realized that this chaos is... It is chaos. Uh, it's chaotic. It um, It's dangerous. Um trying to control it is it accomplishes what I had wanted to an extent but also it does it in a way that it's just pure purely destructive at least here um, I, I, I need to be careful with this it's not like it was before as you mentioned, where it was e easier to control, it doesn't like control, um, and I need to be careful with with this 
tool. Um, and I, and I, I take what I can from the deer and I eat it, and I, and I keep walking south, thinking about this chaos. Um, and you mentioned there was life in uh, a lot of these things, um, in, in the deer and in the trees, um, as well as thought. Um, so the next, the next tree I come across as I'm walking, I, I want to reach, reach out, or, or reach into myself, pull out chaos, and use the chaos as like a, a grappling hook, and try to pull the life out of a tree. So you, you pull this chaos out, and you're really getting tired now. You're not sure yeah. how much of this you have left in you, but you manage to get one more of this, these push-ups in, and then you reach out with that chaos and throw it mm. at uh, this tree. And you reach for the life, and you grab that life that has, and just pull it out to you. Um, and <laughs> you watch as the tree, the leaves on the tree, just go from green to brown. There, with a blink of an eye. There's no transition. There is no burst of magic. There is no anything. It just goes from green to black. And then the tree just begins to rot. And this is a slow transition. It just begins to rot as if it was over a decade or two decades of, 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 of rot on, a, on an oak that has been fallen. But over the course of two seconds. And then it just falls over. Unable to support its own weight. Wow. And you look into your hand, and you can feel this energy in your hand. You look down, and there is this tiny green, almost like a rock. And it's it's smaller than your fingernail, and it's very, very small. But it's just sitting in your hand. Is it hard, or is it flexible? Um, it moldable. doesn't seem to be, it doesn't seem to feel like anything. The only feeling you can get is that your hand just feels healthy. It just feels like it's the top of everything. Anything it could do, it could do. That was a terrible turn of phrase. Your your hand feels like it, it's at the top of its physical capabilities. It's, it's the best it's ever been. And I see. Yeah, yeah anyway. that makes sense. Um, uh, this doesn't seem like... It could be molded, but I, I try anyway. I, I try to turn it into a, a ring. I, I shape it. I, I indent it on on two sides of my my ring and thumb fingers, um, uh, or my middle finger and my thumb. I try to push a hole through it and and, and round it with my other hand. Um, does it seem to take shape, or does it just remain? What happens to it? Um, it's not big enough to become a ring. Mm. You you try to you you are able to move it, but it is simply not big enough to become a ring. Can and I... as you look closer at it, uh, you you begin to try to move it. You are able to see that it's not actually a rock. You weren't able to tell because you weren't mm. you couldn't you still can't feel it. It feels like you're molding hair, even though you can see it moving. Um, but it's actually a bundle of very 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 fine threads. Okay, uh, I, I take it and I, I don't know if I have the dexterity to wrap it, but I try to just 
push it into the stick um, that I forgot to mention that I took out of the deer. Um, but I have it with me. <laughs> Actually, is this, uh, did the stick get destroyed? It is a, it is a good point. The, the stick is completely unharmed by the heat. Oh, it is shoot. as if the, it was never in the deer. It is okay. cold. Also, the deer meat was cold when you took it out. It was cooked. Very cooked, but cold. Like the heat like left it or something? Yeah, as it, as it was as if it would, as if it had been burned um, over a fire mm-hmm. and then left out for days to cool. Okay. There's zero heat. Um, well, I take the stick that I plot hole forgot to still have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to push the the bundle of threads of what I assume is life into the stick. So you, to be clear, you're not going to try to wrap this, the thread or put it on the stick, but you're going to push it into the stick. Mm. So you push it into the stick, and the stick just sprouts with leaves. At every direction, just leaves come out. The, there are vines kind of wrap around your arm, even. like Not like dangerously, but mm. just like growth, rapid growth. And it recognizes your arm as a as like a root, something to, to latch onto. Mm. Yeah. So rapid growth all around. Roots extend from the bottom, trying to find earth. You're holding it uh, high enough so that it doesn't. But everything, it just becomes a tree in the manner of... Can I, can I push it into the ground as this is happening? As it's growing, you put it into the ground, and immediately the roots take form, and they and they, they sink into the earth, and they actually, well, as they're grabbing, they, they pull the stick into the earth. And the stick, once it has roots, it grows up, and it becomes a sapling. You would, If you had looked at it, if you had just come across it, you'd probably guess around 8 to 10 years old. So, chaos can also be used, well, while destructively, uh, in the case of the deer, or in, in taking out the life of a tree, I can also use it to create um, and and form, as I could beforehand. Um, that is really cool. Um, and I leave the stick there, uh, almost as like a reminder to myself. Um, that's that's a good reminder. Uh, I'm like a as a random example of Beaver's Dam. Um, yeah, uh, as like a a mark that I've left on 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 this planet of law, um, and I walk keep walking towards the mountains um, in search of this uh, Archeon tribe. So you keep walking, and you finally make it to the mountains after uh, about a day, mm-hmm. and you begin to climb the mountains. It is still difficult, but you, this is the second time you've done it, and you have a cloak now that keeps you warm, um, and you have a little more food in your stomach to keep you going, and you make it to the top of the mountain after about eight hours of climbing, and you look out across this land that you know. And again, this time to your right, the vast ocean. To your left, forest, forest, and you can almost see a tint of yellow that you think might be fields and then south more forests far far to the south maybe 100 150 miles away you see just a barest line of mountain peaks okay do i see any form of civilization and any form of uh, form of people anything that would like look like something man-made so you look around, and the forest is pretty hard to see through. Mm-hmm. Um, but about maybe fifteen to twenty miles away, you do see a good bit of smoke. 
and you're worried at first that it might be something burning, like a, like a, a village in and of itself burning. Mm-hmm. But the more you look at it, the more you can tell it's too far away. And it is a lot of smoke, mm-hmm. but it's too far away to to be a, a village burning. Something, mm-hmm. something, it's controlled, but it is a lot. So you recognize that as definitely, certainly man-made. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I want to walk towards it. Um, start climbing down the mountain and walk towards that village. Um, I, I assume they either know of or are the Archeon tribe. Um, so I'll, so I'll you go, there. Yep. you descend the mountain and you walk and it takes you the rest of the day and you sleep that night in the cold again. And then you wake up and you continue and you find some more berries, just a few things just to keep you going. You're still hungry. You are actually getting used to being hungry now. Hmm. Although it does not seem to be doing good things to your body. Uh, you're feeling weaker at all times. Um, but you do uh, eventually arrive at this village, and you walk up, and you see that this village is very different. This is a village where you can hear the hammers striking metal. You can hear, uh, instead of trading, it's men shouting drills. You can see uh, platoons of men gathering around. The buildings are taller and made of stone rather than wood. There are there is a palisade around it, defensive palisade, and men with spears and shields and consistently uniform armor are gathered around. Episode four: Life and Death, where Vivant toys with chaos. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.